This week, normally I would put a quote from the movie here and twist it so then I say the title, but there's really not many quotes available for Dragon Blade. This is Body Counts and Beer. Hello and welcome to yet another edition of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm John Rooney with a cold. All right. <laughs> I'm podcasting's original sick boy. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> I gained the audience's sympathies with my cold and then repelled them <laughs> with my personality. <laughs> This week, we are discussing uh, a film I don't think any of us ever thought we would watch for this podcast. I'd never heard of it. Yeah. Uh, so to give you a little bit of background on what happened, um, <laughs> we were supposed to watch Passenger 57. I forgot that movie at home. <laughs> and so uh, a very quick last minute rundown of what was available on HBO gave us 2015's Dragon Blade. <laughs> <laughs> Did David Lee Roth just show up to this podcast record? I don't know, he looks like just a gigolo to me. Um so anyways, uh Dragon Blade from 2015. Uh it is the movie starring Jackie Chan, John Cusack, and Adrian Brody. You know, like movies do. No, you thinking you're probably about to have a pretty interesting, like weird New York rom com, maybe a dark twist. <laughs> I was expecting a Woody Allen comedy of manners, yes. Yeah, sure. Definitely, definitely. And instead what we got was a uh martial arts epic slash Chinese propaganda slash historical still, still rom-com, I think? Yeah, a little bit rom-com, a little bit rom-com, a little bit. Uh, so Dragon Blade uh, begins, like all movies do, with a fucking... Uh, with a preview of, of coming attractions. <laughs> the coming attraction being the movie we're watching. <laughs> this is the only movie I know of that starts with its own trailer. Yeah. We get a, a brief uh, shot of two swords... Uh, jammed in the sand and a couple chirons being like hey a lot of people wonder why there's Chinese and Roman writings next to each other this is that true story based inspired by true events Cut you know to what movie talk that means <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no it was a true event that Jackie Chan and his production company made a deal with Chinese Amazon to finance a piece I mean What's funny is I'm vaguely familiar with the legend that this is based on, and this movie, I'm pretty sure, is still more historically accurate than Braveheart. <laughs> Despite being based entirely on a legend. So, the, uh, after the trailer for... Oh, I'm sorry, are you positing that this movie was based on William Wallace? No, it's based on an actual legend of Vargas's Lost Legion. Why do you keep pointing at your TV? <laughs> because that's where it told me but, that it was based on that legend. But the picture on your TV is of the Apollo lander at the lunar module Tranquility Base. That's because we're on the Google Chromecast screensaver now. Guys, we have buzz marketing enough <laughs> for big companies that will not give us money. Man, that Pizza Hut and High Life beer was delicious tonight. Sorry, I couldn't hear you over the taste of this crisp ginger ale. <laughs> Guys, continue speaking into our Blue Yeti microphone. 
It's oh, not a uh, guys. I'm only. sorry. It's not even a yeti. It's just a snowball. <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's being sent to our MacBook computer. Uh, give me money or stuff. I'll accept stuff. I will I'll also take, take stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah. No hell. I'll take samples. Ooh yeah. Oh, you, would you like a a, a, a MacBook sample? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a booklet of samples of MacBooks. Right. Well, I was right. I was expecting it to be like a burner MacBook. <laughs> so like after like two hours of use, it just explodes or something. Like something that the chief would give Inspector Gadget. No, no. So you got to shove a credit card in it. That's the only way. It's like the AOL CD of MacBooks. Oh, all right. I'll take one of those. You've got to pay to keep using it. I got a credit card. <laughs> so uh, that's just free money, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, <laughs> <laughs> that's how that works. So uh, Dragon Blade, after giving itself an advertisement for itself, <laughs> uh, Smash cuts to a massive uh, sort of duel in the desert. Yeah, uh, we uh, 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 two legions of soldiers coming together, and <laughs> it begins with one guy riding up on horseback, and then another guy. Straight up. John, how did you put it? Uh, he hydukens an eagle at the horse. Yes. Yeah. The horse uh, pushes, or the eagle pushes the horse in the face like a bully after lunch money. Yep. The Falls horse right in the forehead. rears up, uh, dislodging the rider. The other guy gallops up and choke slams the now disembarked, I guess. Is Dismounted. The yeah. No. Oh, no, I, I prefer my that. nautical terms for yeah. desert warfare. Disembark. <laughs> Your nautical terms for desert warfare. Yeah, oh, buddy's on a lot of cold medicine yeah. this record. <laughs> oh, that guy's no longer in his horse boat. <laughs> <laughs> so after he's taken off his horse boat and choke slammed to the ground, what follows is a crazy wrestling match featuring a suplex, a power bomb, and then Jackie Chan showing up to get everyone to stop fighting. Yeah. Which he then immediately gets into a fight with a lady. He frequently has to fight in order to suggest to people that they need to stop fighting. Yes. Yeah. What? And it's a pretty great fight, too. Oh, it's a great fight. Yeah, Jackie Chan's, what, about 70 in this movie? Yeah. I mean, well, in real life. Yeah. 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 Uh, and this is a pretty recent movie, too. But, like, he can still move incredibly well. Oh, yeah. He oh, does a great job. Absolutely. For a guy who's broken as many bones and probably torn as many ligaments and muscles as he has in his life, he's still incredibly spry. Yeah. Good and for him. He, right? he has mastered that uh, look of not really knowing what he's doing while he's doing incredible things. Right. Yes, yeah. yeah. Like, you know that the choreography is set, it's been rehearsed, it is uh, balletic in its approach, but the look on his face is always just, <laughs> Yeah, he, he always seems amazed at what he's able to do right. when he does it. He's just as shocked as we are. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. I mean, I think uh, maybe Stephen Chow kind of rivals him, but barely. But Stephen Chow of... also is, like, playing... Far more comedic bent, right? Like yeah. a like his movies are like weird, crazy parodies. Yeah, like uh, Jackie Chan is possibly is definitely I would say the greatest comedic martial arts performer. Oh, absolutely! Possibly sure. only rivaled, yeah. even not even rivaled, but like uh, like he is Jack Kirby to Stephen Chow's Stan Lee. Sure. <laughs> Uh, except Stephen Chow's like 40 years younger than Jackie Chan. <laughs> oh, Stanley wasn't 40 years younger than Jack Kirby? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, no. they have this uh, uh, Jackie Chan and uh, this lady who we will come later on to know. Uh, his name is 
Huo An, and her name is Sun. Uh, she is a member of the. She's Moon. Oh, she's Moon. That's yeah, her right. brother is Sun. Yeah. Right, and she's one of the Huns. Huns. And Jackie Chan's character is a member of the Silk Road Protection Squad. Yeah. Uh, and they have a pretty epic uh, fight in between themselves, where she keeps trying to like get him to fight, and he's using just purely defensive moves. He's got a pretty cool like thigh shield that he can like slip onto his arm to use as like an arm shield. Yeah, he's got more or less. He gets like Wonder Woman bracers. Essentially, yeah. he can block anything. And she's got this cool sword, this double-edged sword that she turns into two knives. Yeah, and they're just fighting left and right. Eventually, the fight ends with her veil coming off, and everyone freaks out. And then it just stops. Yeah. To cut to a scene where they're in a room. Well, it cuts to a scene of Jackie Chan riding le- away, riding away with yes. all the other guys laughing at him and making fun of him. And, and then, then it then, cuts back to right. Yeah, them in a room, and she he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean for your veil to come off, it was an accident. And she's like, I know, and then takes off all of her clothes! Oh yeah, all of her clothes. For a gratuitous lady butt shot. Yeah. Uh, and then he freaks out, uh, like he saw his daughter naked, right. and goes, oh, I just want to give you your veil back, and covers up her face. With the veil, and, and then, then up runs her out of the yeah. room. Yeah, yeah. And not then, even the face, just covers yeah. up her chest. And then with the veil. literally runs away. Yeah, no. and then cuts back to as if Jimmy Stewart saw a woman right. undress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this is the only movie I know of that gives you the punchline and then cuts back for the setup. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then just comes back to him and his buddies just horsing along, laughing, having a good time, and even he cracks a little smile. Yeah. So the movie begins with kind of a fun little. Uh, Then he gets home, uh, he makes his way back to uh, their city, and while they're there, uh, he goes and he says hello. Oh, that's the other thing, we should, yeah, so uh, he goes to the city, and he goes and sees his wife, who we find out is a teacher for children, they have a quick talk, out of nowhere he just goes, like he says hello, he gets a drink, and he just goes, I've been giving wounded men my money. Yep. She's like, well, I've been teaching kids, so same thing. (laughs) (laughs) The idea being that they're trying to bring peace to the 36 nations uh, of this area of the the world. Silk Road. Yes. And uh, so, you know, they're all together. And then someone shows up and they're like, oh, one of those protection squad guys did something crazy. And they go out to see what's going on. They've got some of them held hostage. And they find there's four giant crates of Roman gold. With uh, a uh, a custom certificate from the protection squad, they've clearly been set up. So the protection squad is sentenced to go to the wild geese gate, and yeah, uh, for manual labor, they got to right. rebuild some city walls and some city buildings. Yeah, and now mind you, system. wild geese gate—that's a frightening place. If you told me I was going to the wild geese gate, I would be scared. Geese are fucking crazy. I... They will bite the shit out of you. They hiss. They crap everywhere. <laughs> The geese are menaces. I felt and like I put it to you, Canada, to do something about it. <laughs> Since they are your Canada geese. Yeah. We got American swans and ducks. Yeah. And you send your fucking honkers down here. <laughs> yeah. They're all in the river all summer and winter and other times. And then people feed them and then they don't want to leave and then it becomes winter and then like hundreds of them just die. And, and then I gotta see it. <laughs> Can we talk about goose shit in the parks though? Can we talk about Jesus. goose shit fucking everywhere? everywhere? God. Uh. Guys, I can't believe we're finally having this conversation. <laughs> it's, look, it's 
time that somebody got up on this hill <laughs> and took a stand against Canada geese. Dear Justin Trudeau, your eyes are dreamy. Will you be my friend? P.S. Also, get your geese in a row. Bye! <laughs> you should um, write more letters to senators and people of interest with crayon. <laughs> <laughs> I sent that goof letter to Donald Trump, but then they read it at that press conference. <laughs> I guess uh, sarcasm doesn't translate well into crayon. <laughs> Uh, so, the the Wild Geese Gate uh, is a portion of the city that is in wild disrepair, and uh, Jackie Chan and the rest of the Silk Road Protection Squad um, Which are... you cannot say without sounding like a mighty Morphin Power Ranger. Silk Road That's Protection right. Squad. <laughs> they have bitchin' blue uniforms, too. Can we they're talk really about good. those? They're, they're great yeah. uniforms. I love that they're, they have like these uniforms, and then their one piece of armor is a dangly gold medallion Flavor Flav style. Yeah, it's a huge <laughs> Flavor Flav clock. It's like a chess piece. I they love just it. Hang, just dangles yeah. in the middle of their chest. It's, it's great. It's so cool. Yeah. And I like that they're able to keep both their weapons and their uniforms while they're serving out presumable life sentences <laughs> yeah, in this right. prison right. city. So Doing they get the to the prison city, and immediately, like, a Rube Goldberg uh, series of events happens where a bunch of people who are building a wall, like, fall off, and, like, rocks are flying everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A giant, like, wood thing falls down, and Jackie Chan springs into action, as Jackie Chan does, save somebody's life from getting smashed by this wood thing. Now, this could not anger the prison population more. Yeah. Right? They are furious. They're like, no, let those idiots die for mishandling that crane. And so, what happens next is a giant prison riot at the Wild Geese Gate that Jackie Chan attempts to dispel. Well, you gotta understand that the boy in the back said, everyone attack, and it turned into a prison yard blitz. It did. Oh, and then the boy in the corner was everyone's horror. Yeah, exactly. Prison yard blitz. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. We did it. Good work, team. But in any case, this is a great scene because in an effort to try to get everybody to stop fighting, Jackie Chan rolls through the whole crowd of people just smacking the shit out of everyone open hand. Yeah. Just bitch slap after bitch slap after chest slap after bitch slap. And that's the best part is he's going out of his way not to hurt anybody. Like, right. That's his thing. They, they fight for peace and to turn friends, foes into friends. And so, But at the same time, like he's going... Stop fighting! And then punches six guys in the face. <laughs> All open hand. No, seriously, guys. Stop, stop fighting. fighting! Slap, 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 slap. Stop fighting, grabs a guy by the leg and throws him. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. It's great. However, the prison yard blitz is immediately interrupted after several minutes of fighting uh, when... A Roman Legion of all people appears. Now, we know the Roman Legion is coming because there's a, a cut to a box that is opened. <laughs> yeah, the universal symbol for a Roman Legion yeah. is coming. The old open box. We all understand that. Yeah, one of the people at Wild Geese Gate opened the Lament configuration box. Oh, no. But instead of Cenobites, it's a Roman Legion. Yeah. <laughs> Pinhead was busy, so he sent the Romans. So you got a Roman legion headed by John Cusack. I mean, <laughs> duh. Who is introduced by a slow motion shot of him galloping majestically on the back of his horse, dreamy eyes, clearly putting together a sweet playlist in his mind. <laughs> he's running a pretty majestic outfit in this one. Yeah, man, you just know he's galloping. He's like, all right, I got the beta band. I got Echo and the Bunny Man. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get maybe a little bit of a, ooh, how about some erasure in there? <laughs> and then America the Band. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he is riding a horse, horse with no name. Right? So Through the desert. 
Yeah, no. But then he briefly discusses with his lieutenants how they're going to take the city really, really fast because they don't have any time to siege it. Yeah, they don't he, have any food or water. Or right. And we also get a brief moment where we see that he's not just a heartless Roman centurion. He's got a young... Not like all those other Roman centurions you yeah. may have met. Those <laughs> heartbreakers, love takers. Both of don't those. you mess around with me. Yeah. Guys, I just want to point out <laughs> that I, by the we've already we've already ripped off the sweet Pat Benatar and uh, David Lee Roth so far. Yeah, it turns out when you uh, take my magic powers away and replace them with cold medications, I only <laughs> communicate through broken song lyrics. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Thanks, sick boy. So, uh, the, the, uh, uh, Lucius, who is uh, John Cusack's Cusack. character, yeah. he goes to this little sort of like pram that's being carried around, and there's a small blinded boy in there, uh, and he's obviously very sickly and ill. Uh, and he's also got a weird caretaker guy with him who's like sort of a cross between Hodor and Mary Poppins. Yeah. <laughs> and he also, bit. he clearly didn't have time to grow a full beard, so he's just sort of penciled one in. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's got of... a John Waters beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so he's like realizing that the kid is sick and they really are going to need supplies soon. They're going to take the city right quick. So he rushes up to the city and he comes out to meet Jackie Chan, who's now wearing the ceremonial armor of the general who uh, freed uh, a number of the uh, slave children. Uh, one of them who was Jackie Chan as a child, not yeah. grown up. Yeah, and yeah. he's wearing his ceremonial armor that was on display in Wild Geese Gate. Yeah, it's a reminder that uh, war is an aberration and that you fight for peace. Yeah. Right. And so he comes out, they meet, and Jackie Chan asks, is there any way this uh, we don't have to fight? And John Cusack says, nope. And then they fight. <laughs> and then they fight. <laughs> and you know what? It's a pretty it's kick-ass pretty fight. Yeah. For a fight between an old man and John Cusack, it's pretty great. And John Cusack is no spring chicken. No, that yeah. guy's got to be 50. Yeah, but he, I mean, and here's the thing, like, John Cusack, uh, I'm sure, used a stunt double, and I'm sure Jackie Chan did too. He's getting up there in years. Uh, but, like, you can see shots of Cusack handling a sword and yeah. fighting, and he's he's doing, uh, he's doing a very good job. Yeah, there's a lot more... Uh, like medium wide shots where you see both of their faces in frame at one time than you normally would expect from a Hollywood movie, which is all tight shots and reversals to hide the stunt doubles. Right. Yeah. And they have a, a pretty protracted fight. As they're fighting, members of the Roman Legion are literally just passing out. From starvation and dehydration yeah. and so forth, yeah. Now, is this the first appearance of Jackie Chan's yo-yo sword? Yes, yes. it is. So yeah. he, at some point early on in the fight, clips a dragon head attached to some sort of chain that's attached to his arm to it's his like a sword. bungee it's chain? It's like a rope. Yeah. yeah. It's like a tight... It'd be like uh, the burlap that you make a whip out of. Like, it's like that, it looks so like. So leather? Yeah. But it's well woven like that, you know what I like mean? Like leather? Do you? I don't weave leather outside of leather weaving class. I don't know. Who's the one who saw burlap whip? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, let's take this conversation and whip it. Whip it good. God damn it, John. <laughs> Sorry, Devo. <laughs> John had the freedom of choice and he failed. <laughs> Are we not men? 
We are Roman legionnaires. He's just playing mind games with you. I'm going to send him to the gates of steel. That's two more devotes on. <laughs> and you know what? Just for the hell of it, I'm the girl you want. You okay. spell with the letter U. That's another one. <laughs> so, John Cusack, Jackie Chan fight. In the distance, a sandstorm begins gathering. Uh, and it's obviously causing some uh, uh, c- concern among the members of the Silk Road Protection Squad and the prisoners who've come out to watch the fight. Meanwhile, the little boy, the blinded little boy, whose name we don't find out until the end of the movie, yeah. <laughs> but his name is Publius. Publius. Um, Which is hilarious. It is. Yeah. Let's all just pause for a moment and reflect on how ridiculous that name would be for like a 30-year-old. <laughs> Publius. <laughs> Hey, Publius. <laughs> Buh, my mom says your mom's dumb. <laughs> I'm imagining a man named Publius gets bullied into his 30s. <laughs> like he goes, like he goes to his job at the bank. Yeah, right. And one of the other like tellers comes up and he's like, "Give me your lunch money, nerd." <laughs> While he's pouring his coffee in the break room. Give me your non-dairy creamer, nerd. I need it. It's prescription. Those are my many moves, nerd. (laughs) You're going to tell your boss that all your your bounce transfers are mine now. (laughs) I need them to make my quotas. I got your quota right here. And then he, like, pisses in his coffee. (laughs) Right, right. Oh, man. Oh, man. So <laughs> to build the iconic shot, Jackie Chan drops his sword into the sand, and he's like, why don't you just come in and eat and stop being an asshole? And John Cusack thinks about it for a really long time. <laughs> and then he drops his sword in the sand and explains that he needs food and water and medicine, and that sounds great. Oh, and a place to think. And a place to think. I, I. forgot. The I. toilet. The toilet. The toilet. <laughs> the toilet. Yeah, not one of those Roman ones where it's just a bench with a lot of holes. He needs like a private one. Yeah, he needs a commode. <laughs> so uh, the Romans are brought in. It cuts to the nighttime. Uh, apparently this this, <laughs> ce- this ceilingless city is unaffected by, by the, the sandstorm. sandstorm. It just stopped at the wall. It was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. A crumbly wall? <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> Giving it up. An, a sandstorm buddy kind of comes behind, holds him back, and just, not worth it! Not it's worth not worth it! it. Not worth it. <laughs> and so, we are introduced to the Romans now inside the city, just sleeping in a, a big pile like dogs! Pile it of is Romans. adorable. <laughs> it, is. it really is. It's like an episode of Pound Puppies. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to adopt one of those centurions and just bring them home, <laughs> feed them some kibble. <laughs> So, uh, meanwhile, while all the Romans are sleeping, uh, Jackie Chan... I keep saying Jackie Chan. His name is... Huan. 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 And I, that's why I keep saying Jackie Chan. Because I know I'm just going to mess it up. And, like, one guy who's listening in China is just like, That's it! And then and, we never get another Chinese listening. And then he's going to fucking come to my house and throw an eagle in my face. <laughs> no. You have to be a Hun to have the eagle powers. But he, we don't know yeah. the lineage of this one Chinese listener. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's fair. Although it is probably more likely, like all human beings, that is descended from Genghis Khan. <laughs> <laughs> like all human beings. Yeah, like 2% of the world's population yeah. is descended nope. from Genghis I Khan. what you mean. So, anyways, uh, John Cusack and uh, uh, Jackie Chan have a conversation where uh, basically they kind of explain both of what they're up to. Uh, John Cusack's men are kind of coming through the area. They seem to be on the run from something. And Jackie Chan uh, also is like, they're there to fight for peace and to keep the Silk Road safe. Uh, 
Then John Cusack tries to take Jackie Chan's sword. He's like, nah, bro, I just want to look at it. I've never seen a Chinese sword. <laughs> yeah. Like, Which is like, maybe you, have you heard of asking? <laughs> no, he's I mean, Roman. to be fair, he's Roman, yeah. exactly. Roman. Yeah. Okay. And then he asks what the Chinese word for revenge is. And then, then he tries to define revenge. He's like, you know, someone like kills your family and like you kill them, you know, like like vengeance. Like like you, you revenge. Like yeah. you have a revenge. Thanks, revenge. thanks Keanu. <laughs> <laughs> so he find and then they, they basically form a bond and uh then a James Bond. And then the next day, the captain is informed that they have to rebuild this shithole city in 15 days. <laughs> or else the land baron gets to close down the rec center. <laughs> and then, in the greatest construction montage, <laughs> this side of when they build the defense preparations and Ernest goes to camp, <laughs> they construct the city That's in right. like 15 days. All the Roman soldiers get together, they start smelting things. We learn that the Romans have all sorts of neat things like crossbows with survey tape. Yeah, and, uh, they have crossbow plumb uh, lines. like tape, uh, like like measuring tape. Yeah, that they fire with yeah. crossbows. Yeah, so basically, yeah. the Romans use their superior engineering skills yeah. uh, with mixed with the prison labor <laughs> of wild geese game. Well, it also game. seems to show that the the uh, Chinese officials are incredibly good at uh, record keeping and also like designing things beforehand. Right. So, like, planning out, and then the Roman army is more there for, like, executing that plan. Getting it done. Yeah, because they're working off all those pretty, pretty drawings. Yes. Those drawings guys are so pretty. They are very pretty. (laughs) It's going to be the best geese gate. They've got T-squares and compasses and all the straight edges you could ask for. Domestic geese gate is going to be a complete (laughs) shithole compared to wild geese gate. We're going to show those kids on the other side of Fat Camp. Yeah. <laughs> so the, 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 like, they go about rebuilding this wall, and they're, like, uh, you know, making, oh, making, uh, sorry, the Romans are currently invading his screensaver right now. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Apollo landing site. <laughs> So the, the only real Apollo is Emperor Apollo. <laughs> the only real Apollo is Apollo Creed. Oh, yes. <laughs> Come on, Stallion. Let's go for a run around the beach, Stallion. Stallion, come on. Let's do it, Stallion. I have a name, and it's Rocky. It's in the title of all the movies. (laughs) Cool, Stallion. Let's go. I'm going to fight this Russian guy right now. I hope I don't get killed. Oh, no, I got killed. This isn't fun for me anymore, Apollo. This isn't fun for me now. At least before I died. I got to see James Brown in concert. <laughs> Spoilers for Rocky Four. Take that. So, uh, yeah. So the Romans they they're building this crazy walls. They're filling like giant. They build like four cranes. Yeah. They build uh, these like big metal like boxes and fill them with smaller rocks, and they fill that in with like cement that they make. It's a pretty amazing montage. Yeah, right. The montage ends with everyone like now they're all friends. The Romans and the Chinese are all big time all friends. Thirty. Six nations of prisoners. Right. Yeah, and so, so to celebrate, the Silk Road Protection Squad decides to put on a little drill show yeah. and do some training. Putting on a clinic, man. 
So they do a series of really cool martial arts moves, and they bust out the yo-yo swords, and it's really awesome. It's a really cool formation type thing. Then the Romans, not to be outdone, bust out sword and shield and begin their own sort of thing. Then we have dueling training formations going at each other like it's a you-got-served fight. (laughs) Right! It is like you-got-served. It's exactly like you-got-served. And guys, we all know where this is going. They're gonna fight each other with training sticks to find out who's really best. And they did! And, and they it was do. great! And it was great! It was a kind of great fight! Yeah. So one of the Chinese guys, one of the Roman guys fight, uh, and it's a long protracted fight, and it's stick on stick, and then there's shields, and then there's, like, swords, the whole thing. It's fantastic. Eventually the it Roman... Seem, it seems like they might be getting a little too into it, like everyone's worried that this is actually gonna, like, raise tensions between right. the two groups. Yeah. Right, uh, yeah. There's the word that, like, the Roman guy might kill the Chinese, like the prisoner, the prisoner might kill the guy. Right, yeah. But in the end, uh, the Roman fighter, uh, and this, it's cool because they're mixing like martial arts with like Roman fighting styles. Eventually, the Roman is triumphant uh, using the shield and stick. Um, but in a moment of brotherhood, <laughs> hands back the Chinese sword that John Cusack just had to look at <laughs> back to his sparring partner and says, Great fight, man. And then they do that sweet handshake that Dutch and uh, fucking yeah, Apollo yeah. creates. The man it's, shake. Yeah. It's the over the top. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That fucking predator handshake where they just hold it for a while and then like sweat starts beating on their head. Right. And like you can hear their inner thoughts and it's like, I'm going to fuck you later. I'm going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they pull each other in for a hug and there's an eruption of approval yeah. from all sides. Joy and peace spreads throughout Wild Geese Gate. Uh, so the, the wine and Chinese wine doth flow as both sides get real drunk together and yeah. start uh, exchanging sea shanties. Yeah. Yes. Also, we should real point out first real quick, the little blind kid totally survived. They saved him with acupuncture. Just oh, so yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they poked yeah. him with a needle and yeah. he's fine now. Yeah. Fine. Got him right in the belly. He popped right back up. Yep. It seemed like his main affliction was having been asleep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that'll get you. <laughs> Yeah, his his main affliction was REM sleep. Right, right. <laughs> Kid just had a bad case of the Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they, now we have now after this it's the celebration and it's it's fucking shanty time. So first the Silk Road Protection Squad led by Jackie Chan, trained Chinese opera singer Jackie Chan, yes. sings a uh, uh, an inspirational sort of like. Prison shanty yeah. about how uh, about friendship about friendship yeah you turn you turn foe into friend right. and even if it's a hopeless fight you still fight for peace yes yeah. and then the Romans uh, step forward led by John Cusack and they well, and John Cusack <laughs> holds up his boombox the little kid starts it though he starts it with a little cherubic boys choir sound right because well, yeah. he says all the Romans sing. go in you get the men boys choir together yeah he yeah. comes in he gives the old Every spam is sacred. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like from that. the worst Monty Python movie. <laughs> uh, nah, I wouldn't say that. I'd say, and now for something completely different, it's the worst Monty oh, Python movie. Oh, I always movie. forget that that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good call. But anyways, so the little kids start singing, and then all the other Romans take up their flagons and shields and swords, and they sing, too, a rousing song about the dominion of Rome and how yeah. powerful they yeah. are. The epic, epic fatherland. Yeah, uh... It's real close to being like a, like, <laughs> you know, Rome, the birthplace of fascism. Yeah, it's yeah. very close to being like a Nazi, <laughs> like, like Hitler. Yeah, like uh, Lenny Riefenstahl is just <laughs> taking notes in the background. <laughs> 
All right, uh, now that I have this, I just need a mountain and some skiing, and I'm good. <laughs> That's my Lenny Riefenstahl impression. <laughs> I liked it. Thank you. Yeah, we're going to do a, a tour of famous war criminals as we go through this. <laughs> Guys, where do you hear my Slobodan Milosevic? It's dope. Not to make, not to, never mind. Let's just, let's just move on. Yeah, let's, let's. Edit point. <laughs> so, oh, this isn't going out live anymore. <laughs> uh, I hope not. Okay. Uh, so, at this point now, the Romans and the Chinese are now uh, best of friends. They've sung together. They've built together. They fought together. And it's at this point that a box is opened again. Yeah. And we are treated... This box has an info dump in it. And that info dump is Adrian Brody (laughs) sitting on a chair with the... This shot will be cut back to several times over the course of the movie. He has the biggest, like, blackest mane of hair. Yeah. It is, like, teased up like he's headed to a Bon Jovi concert in 88. The question is, how much more black could his hair be? And the answer is none. None more, none black. more, black. None more black. It is like, it's Vanta black. <laughs> it's that that paint that's made out of, like, carbon fibers that light cannot escape. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks like a hair-shaped hole moving around <laughs> through the film. It's like they forgot to paint that part of the canvas. Yes. And so, uh, Adrian Brody is a member of a Another group of Romans, but they're in blue as yeah. opposed to the red that the centurions we know, the good guys, are on. And so at this point, uh, John Cusack, they find out that, that Tiberius, who is Adrian Brody, is close. Uh, he's close by, and they're like closing in, and they're taking over parts of the 36 nations of the area. Meanwhile, John Cusack uh, uh, sends a couple of his men with four of the Silk Road Protector uh, Squad to pra- Parthia? Yeah, to the Parthia. Yeah, Parthia. So he sends them there to kind of like, you know, for whatever reason. Then the movie kind of like, I won't say falls apart, but definitely <laughs> definitely kind of falls apart. This is, this is the point. off a little bit. Yeah, this is the, the point in like uh, <clears throat> fucking uh, Mulholland Drive where they open that other box. <laughs> and the whole movie just goes through a, a section where time is meaningless and space is bendable. Yeah. Why are there so many goddamn mystery boxes in movies? Because <laughs> then know. there's also that other movie, The Box. <laughs> but whenever you open them, things don't tend to make more sense afterwards. Right. <laughs> it's always like, oh shit. Oh, every time they it's sucked like... in all of our narrative to a like sentry point. <laughs> yeah, every time you open one of those boxes, like, oh, I wonder what's in this box. Oh no, night terrors! <laughs> Uh, so at this point, the Jackie Chan goes home to get his wife. Yes, right? he's going to go home to get his wife and also to recruit to more soldiers, soldiers. right? Yeah. Some reinforcements. Yeah, and so he goes to get his wife, and while they're there, uh, we find out that the Romans are the ones who set up the Silk Road Protection Squad using uh, one of the soldiers in the city, Yinpo, who's got some dope. Uh, blonde highlights in his yeah, hair. He yeah, he's got some frosted tips. It's real uh, Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Oh, boo, it's NSYNC and you know it. Yeah, I did. I just didn't want to look like a fool. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they, uh, Jackie Chan uh, f- begins to fight his way out uh, with the help of Sun and Moon. Who, yeah, the, the Huns show Who up. have come to help him. And when uh, Jackie Chan's wife meets Moon, she says, who are you? 
Who, by the way, Moon is introduced in this part of the, the movie by just shooting the shit out of everybody yeah. with arrows. She's yeah. going straight fucking legless on the Chinese yeah. uh, she's army Hawkeye that's coming to try half. to arrest them. It's she's awesome. just like launching, and they're big, thick, like, oh, Urukai yeah. arrows. And every time she fires, it goes right through somebody's throat. Yeah, it's yeah. so great. And it's a movie that up until then, this point, had like basically zero body count. Yeah. And now the was... body count does not stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Phasers are no longer set to stun nope. for the rest of the movie. They are set to blood. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Jackie Chan's wife meets Moon and turns to her and goes, who are you? And she's like, oh... I'm Huan's wife. <laughs> and we find out that the reason that she's his wife is because apparently a veil fell off her the face. The veil fell off her face. And then he saw her boobs. And now they're married. That's wow. why she was going to bang him. He took her veil. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Fucking Anyways, Huns. Fucking Huns. His wife also doesn't seem to mind so much. Well. Probably because they're under siege yeah. by a bunch of evil bad guys. I'm sure she's noting that she needs to talk about it later. <laughs> But the constant barrage of arrows going over her head kind of suggests that they're pressing problems. Yeah, so right. they're trapped in a schoolhouse that is under a barrage of nonstop arrows. Yeah. Uh, so Jackie Chan yells for everyone to get up to the second floor because he's got a cool fucking improvised plan. Yeah. Like all Jackie Chans do. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets upstairs. They're dodging arrows left and right. Moon is just fucking... Standing at the top of the stairwell, plugging everybody that turns a head in the corner. Oh, it's man. It's amazing. Yeah. It's so awesome. Jackie yeah. Chan sees that there's a giant spool of silk. Yeah, like a yeah. bolt of silk. Uh, so he, he takes it and he throws it down the window uh, while it's still attached on the inside. Then he jumps down to the ground level. Ties the silk to himself to make like a fun slip and slide. Yeah, he creates one of those like evacuate your plane now slides. Yeah, yeah, and it is bright blue. Yeah, yep. It looks like a lot of fun, and a couple of the kids are like scared to go down, but it's the fastest way, and the teacher pushes them down. Then we get to the third kid who just goes face first, face first, yeah, like a big fucking dude. What look, guys, school is wife one running. <laughs> look, guys, question. look. There's two things you never do face first: <laughs> slide into first base and slide. Slide down a bolt of silk into Jackie Chan's face. You just don't do it. <laughs> but you know what? You know he was thinking about it, and he's like, you know, when the fuck am I ever going to get another chance to do this? Yes. Yeah, right? Face first. <laughs> so they, they all escape. His wife, Moon, they all get out, and then they go on the run. And while they're escaping, more and more bad guys are showing up, and it's just fucking arrows all over the place and it is a massacre there's one body that is literally being propped up on the ground by a bunch of arrows that have been plugged into its back yeah it's crazy they make sturdy arrows in China yeah they are thick like I said they're thick like Urukai arrows like the shit that killed Boromir (laughs) (laughs) like when you pull them out you can just like see through a body it's like a glory hole (laughs) through the body so uh, the children are going ahead of the evacuation one of the kids drops his school books and runs back to get them the teacher sees this grabs him turns him away from some oncoming arrows and takes a couple arrows right Right in the the back back. yeah and then Jackie Chan you know Huan Singh his wife shot immediately goes into slow-mo he activates his special power. Yeah. And then sad music starts to play. Oh, yeah. And then he pulls the wackiest of Jackie Chan stunts by kicking a giant picnic table up in the air so it spins and starts just catching arrows being flung at them. Oh, it's beautiful. It's so amazing. Uh, and then he, like, cat grabs it and uses it like a human shield while, like... Like a regular his, shield because yeah. it's a table. <laughs> no, <laughs> tables are not people. Yeah. John? <laughs> 
How many times have I told you? Ever since I went to that castle in France and that big giant dog buffalo wolf man <laughs> kept me prisoner, I just assume that all inanimate objects are people. <laughs> then you are going to love Prey for PlayStation 4. I guess. I don't have a PlayStation 4. Oh, we'll get you one someday, buddy, and then you'll get to play Prey and Battlefront 2, and it's going to be sweet. I'll play Spider-Man. Yeah! <laughs> so anyways. Anyway. Uh, so he's got this uh, big table on his back and he's just taking arrow shot after arrow shot into it trying to protect his wife finally they uh they get and they're just surrounded they're surrounded and his wife dies in his hands uh, of her wounds and he's just so upset and he like fights back for a little bit you know does a couple cool jackie chan things but eventually they are taken captive yeah and they're brought uh to the other 36 whoa, nations. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now you are missing probably the coolest fucking part of this whole escape plot where he throws that giant barrel of hay oh, to right. block their he escape. He dragging stuff out, including a giant barrel of hay. John, go on. Uh, he then takes uh, like a giant uh, ditch-digging shovel. Uh, there's a couple of like of, uh, pots of burning oil for cooking. Yeah. And he kind of uses the shovel as like a uh, uh, like a seesaw system to throw it up in the air. Yeah, like a catapult. Yeah. yeah. Catapults the uh, the burning embers up over the uh, the hay yeah. bales and on everybody. Then he throws up two jugs of booze yeah. in the air where then sun and moon each fire an arrow which breaks each jug releasing the booze or fire oil or whatever onto the bale of hay which promptly goes up in flames. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's yeah. so cool. Take that other army. Yeah. Unfortunately, they do get Jackie Chan and everybody. Oh, yeah. Back. They all get caught. So well, the Huns get away, yeah, but Jackie the Huns Chan get away. gets caught. And, and it's they... at this point that the 36 Nations uh, members of the Wild Geese Gate uh, come to Jackie Chan, and we find out that Yin Bo has betrayed them, and they have fallen into a trap, and basically what has to happen now is that Jackie Chan has to go to... Adrian Brody's character Tiberius and pledge allegiance yeah. to him and give his life. And during this, we learn via flashbacks that John Cusack got sold out in the process, and he and Publius yeah. have all been taken by Adrian Brody as well. Right. Not Publius, sir. He refuses to be taken. No, yeah, he, no, no, he gets no, yeah. taken. So in, in, in flashbacks, we see that. Publius is Tiberius's much younger brother. Much younger brother. Uh, Clearly there was a second marriage. Yeah. Yes, and Tiberius has tried to... He's poisoned him, uh, in theory, to kill him to take his place as the, uh, I guess... The heir. Yeah, the yeah. heir to the empire of, of Rome. Uh, and it's up to Lucius, John Cusack, to save him, and they escape. Now, at this point, they've been taken captive, too, by the evil Romans led by Adrian Brody. The chi- and then we get a cool moment of Adrian Brody, it's like an hour into the movie, finally gets off his golden chair to speak. Yeah. <laughs> and basically what he was just like, he basically like evil monologues for a minute. Yeah. yeah. And he's just like, I had to do well, this. Well, he opens up with a pun. Yes. Because uh, John Cusack is being suspended in chains and he says, so good to see you hanging you out around. here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. so great. Oh, it's good stuff. <laughs> Uh, and then he kind of evil monologues a bit. We find out that he's killed his brother so he can become the heir. And he's very disappointed in Lucius because Lucius was his friend. And the crime that Publius committed was taking the part of Lucius's heart that once belonged to Tiberius. Yeah. And Tiberius says, can I tell you a secret? When I look at my reflection, I see you. It's so weird. It's a real weird. 
Uh, and then, it's not. He just he doesn't know how to express his love. <laughs> right. He expresses it through stabbings and blindings. Yes. Yeah. So he promptly rips out John Cusack's eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. And John Cusack at this point, uh, he <laughs> he's like, hey man, like I understand, like you hate me, fucking kill me, leave Publius alone. And he's like, ooh. About that, yeah. Flashback uh, to him waving a sword at uh, Mary Poppins Hodor, holding Publius, and then basically just running them off a cliff. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. not before Mary Poppins Hodor gives like the worst line reading of "Ah" ever. <laughs> yeah, he does give a pretty bad one. Mary yeah, Poppins Hodor is not good. Like it's like it's it's like cyborg level mm-hmm. ahing. We yeah. can't really express in enough detail just how much this guy overacts every second he is on screen. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's clearly got it's his first acting gig out of like theater school in England somewhere. <laughs> he really wants to just like make a name for himself. And yeah. so he sells everything to the back row of the theater behind the theater he's in. <laughs> It's fantastic. Then they fall off a cliff and they die. <laughs> they die. Yeah, they die. That's you're done with them. Now, meanwhile, uh, Jackie Chan, Huon, and the rest of the Silk Road Protection Squad give a very inspirational speech to the army, all the armies of the 36 nations who just want him to turn himself in. And he says, "If that's what, if I was like, we built peace here and we rebuilt this city. More flashbacks to just this city." And if you, if, if giving my life is what it takes for there to be peace, then I will gladly do this. Yeah. And then we see them being and then he led. shouts, We built this city. We built this city on rocks and stones. Oh. <laughs> you guys got to make sure that you uh, pre-approve each other's <laughs> lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. So I was trying to do the the historically the accurate, accurate version. Well, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And you did the starship. And yeah. You did the starship remake. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> guys, you know what I, I got to say real quick about we built this city. First of all, as a child, my favorite song. Oh yeah, great song. Second Fucking of all, great lyrics. By Bernie Taupin. No shit! Yeah! That makes sense, though. That guy could write. (laughs) (laughs) Not in the 80s, man. Not when cocaine took over. Uh, Otherwise, you didn't end up with songs like Elton John's I Am Your Robot. (laughs) A song that ends with Elton John going, My serial number is 44357. That's a real goddamn song. It's awesome. I love it. Uh, so let's uh, check those off the list. We had Elton John and Starship yeah, nice. to David Lee Roth, Sweet Pat Be- Benatar. Benatar. It's what? a real cavalcade of the stars tonight on our podcast, the name of which I momentarily <laughs> forgot. Don Cold Medicine Rooney. Oh, sick boy. So, so uh, yeah. So now, uh, Jackie Chan and the Silk Road Protection Gang... We're serial, right? <laughs> yes. No. Okay, cool. No, wait. Oh, wait. No, no, we're not. I'm sorry. No. We're all things considered. Yeah. The podcast. <laughs> Stay tuned for Car Talk next. <laughs> What's the deal with these cars? I don't know. Let's get some letters in here. All right, I got a letter right here. Hey, I got a Chevy Nova. Well, right? there's your first problem, buddy. Oh! oh. Ickery dickery dock. <laughs> Whoa, Andrew Dice, Paglioni brother. <laughs> I've never listened to Car Talk. I <laughs> assume that they do everything in nursery rhyme form. 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, the Silk Road Protection Squad are brought into the Roman city, and they're brought forth uh, to be locked up after Jackie Chan uh, gives himself up to Tiberius. Yeah. But while they're there, the, him and his captain begin shouting at each other in Chinese. None of the other Romans can understand what they're saying, because it's in Chinese. But what they're really saying is like, the key is on that guy. Grab the key. And after a classic little bit of diversion, they end up with the key. And a jailbreak ensues. Yeah. A really fucking cool jailbreak where they are thrown into, like, a prison cage that isn't really attached to anything. So they decide, in the great tradition of Fred Flintstone, hey, guys, if we put our feet through the bars, we can lift the cage and run away. Yeah, they can. <laughs> and they do. They not Well, they don't sort of run away so much as they do pick it up and then jump off of a ledge with and it. And then push it off a ledge so that it falls down and the doors break up. And then that yeah. s- uh, breaks off like a turnstile that just starts flying around, yeah. taking out pillars and sets the Roman cage down. As well as they throw the keys to them, and now it's a fucking fight. And yeah. it's the rest of the movie. The rest of the, the movie, movie is a yeah. straight fucking fight. And, and we have just, like half an hour to go. And it's literally just like Romans versus Romans versus Huns versus uh, like Whoa. like guys from India That's, versus fucking Mongols versus like, uh, who knows? Yeah, it's 36 nations. Yeah, and uh, they don't have signs that say what they are. After he figures out, or after they get out of the jail, or after they get out of the jail cell, he picks up a crossbow and fires it into the air. And at this point, Yo Pin? Is yeah. that his name? Yo the Pin? evil guy. Yeah, yeah, the guy who sold him out before, he's coming up to Tiberius with his big fucking army. And he's to like, hey, fealty. hey, I want to be fealty. Give me my title and I'm yours. And then uh, that arrow goes up in the sky. And then some of the guys in Yo Pin's army fire arrows at the Romans because they're secretly they're... working for Jackie Chan all and, along. And the reason why they know that that arrow was shot in the air because it's a special whistle arrow. Yeah. It's like one of those Nerf footballs that you throw. And those... <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's why it gets so much distance, too. Yeah. Because of the air holes. Well, yeah. it's going the distance. It's going for speed. She's, she's all alone. alone. In her time of need? In because, her time of need? Because she's racing and pacing and, and plotting the, the course. Biting. Biting. And riding on his no, horse. I don't think you guys understand the pure joy I'm getting from dragging you through <laughs> these musical moments. Oh. Very much against your will, even though I've also specifically not asked you to do this. Hey. Everybody loves cake. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I got like most of their albums. Yeah. They're really great. Yeah, great they did the, the theme song for Mission Hill, the greatest cartoon show ever made, is a right. sped up version of Italian Leather Sofa. Yeah, and oh, I'm wearing yeah. uh, I'm wearing song. a long skirt and a short jacket. Yeah. Other way around. Yeah. I'm wearing a short skirt and a long <laughs> okay, jacket. There you go. There you go. I was there you go. Say, sorry, I couldn't find the I'm sorry, I couldn't find the hem of my garment. Oh no! Oh! Nice, nice. He Woo! brings it back. He brings it back. Uh, I will survive a cake song that's a cover Covered. of a Gloria Covered. Gaynor yeah. song. Yeah. Nailed it. Anyways, uh, Frank Sinatra, I can't stop now. Uh, <laughs> Call it, buddy. Don't stop Call me it. now. Sad songs and waltzes aren't selling this year. Oh, but sad songs <laughs> say so much, Patrick. Oh, <laughs> so turn around. So turn around. Put on those sad songs. <laughs> I guess that's why they call it the blues. <laughs> I'd say I'm sorry, but sorry is the hardest word. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because I'm still standing. God damn it! I can do Elton John shit all day! Follow me down the yellow goddamn brick John, road! John, John, we better cool down. The bitch is back. No, no! That's okay, guys. It's not Saturday, but Thursday's alright for fighting, too! <laughs> 
Oh, uh, there's going to be a funeral for a friend slash love lies bleeding later. Just yeah, so you know. definitely, definitely. How can Don't we shoot not? me. I'm only the piano player. Okay, oh, I gotta stop. Oh, I can't. Bring I can't. it in. Bring it in. Oh, crocodile rock. Oh, Daniel. Oh. Okay, get, get yourself in a New York state of mind. Oh no, <laughs> guys, the stranger is here. <laughs> he better be moving out to Anthony's song. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, oh. Guys, we're just a bunch of Mona Lisas and Mad Hatters in this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, goodbye, Marlon Brando. <laughs> it's time to me to just declare this, guys. I am your robot, and my serial number is four four three five eight. Because I'm the next one after Elton John. Yeah, no, because he's seven. Uh, So anyways, there's a fight that happens in this movie. It's the one (laughs) No, because not only after they're fighting with Yo Pin, then all the 36 nations show up on like 36 different hills. How many directions can Uh, you enter? 36 different Salisbury hills. Yes! Yes. But they are introduced by because it looks like the uh, the Chinese army is vastly outnumbered by the Roman Legion. And it looks like things are bad from one Mr. Jackie Chan who has retreated to the high ground where he is surrounded. Yeah. This uh, is after, by the way, he has gone to say goodbye to, or to try and get John Cusack to safety. Except John Cusack doesn't have any eyes anymore. Yeah. And just goes, you know what? All my men are yours. Oh no, I'm on fire! Yeah, and then he gets caught on fire. Uh, and then Jackie Chan old yellers him. Yes. Yep. He sure does. No, he lasts to the Mohicans him. Yeah, he no, lasts to the Mohicans right. him. He shoots him because he's about to burn up. Yep. Uh, so basically, it looks oh, like yeah. it is the darkest hour for Jackie Chan when it cuts to close up of Adrian Brody. Sound cue the distant cry of an eagle. Could it be? A flock of eagles! Like the end of Return of the King, just eagles for days! For days. And it's, I'm sure it's not just eagles, it's all sorts of birds oh, of prey. Man. We got eagles, hawks, falcons. falcons, fucking peregrines, there's probably oh, an owl yeah. in there, maybe Shit. a vulture or something. Probably one asshole trained a parrot. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> just one shitty parrot. Yeah. But it'll pluck your eyes out. While screaming at you, yeah. while saying words. And saying actual words. <laughs> he taught Terrible. him only one knock-knock joke, which is, Aren't you glad I didn't say banana? <laughs> My eye! <laughs> oh, man. So, the eagles begin a campaign of eye-scratching and <laughs> neck-cutting. Yeah, they do. The likes of which the world has never seen. I need it. And, and then all 36 armies just charge down just the Romans. Right, and they're, they're, they're fighting the Romans on all fronts. Jackie Chan, throughout this fight, is fucking dudes up left and right, but he sustains a few wounds. He gets shot in the leg with an arrow, he gets cut a little bit yeah. in the gut. Well, what I like is he's got one of the Roman legions uh, sword to throat, and he sees the fear in the Romans' eyes and just lets him go and says, Get out of here! And that inspires the people around him to do the same with the Romans that they have at a disadvantage. Yeah, they start because he's a protector of exactly. peace. Exactly. He's not in yeah. here to end anything. He's right. just in there to bring everybody. the peace he's back. But even at this point, the armies of the 36 nations are not enough. No. And the Romans get them surrounded and then they just start fucking dudes up. Oh, yeah. I mean, this, and like Sun and Moon are in there and they're fucking shit up. But we get to see like every like... Every character that had like a line in this movie gets their gets own death scene. Murdered, yeah. Like one of the guys gets 
surrounded by dudes with shields, they slowly close on him with the shields to surround him, and then stab him through like the, eight yeah. times through the slits of the oh, shields. It's rough. Uh, I yeah, missed... It's like a prison shanking. Well, we'll get to some of these specifics, I'm yes. sure, in Best Kill. In best right. Kill, Let's not yeah. tip our but, hands too uh, much. In the end, what happens is the, the battle goes down, and then it looks like the armies of the 36 nations are defeated when... Parthia shows up. The Parthian army shows up, and they show up with a proclamation from Lucius. Uh, basically, like they Lucius sued for peace in essence, and asked for safe passage because he told them, "Hey, Tiberius tried to kill Publius and killed his dad, and he's going to try and take over." And Tiberius is just kind of like, "And <laughs> what's your point, bruh? And then his old man friend is sort of like. Uh, I'm he's very like, disappointed in you. Yeah, he's and like, he's give like, it up, Tiberius. He's like, all right, and then just shanks his buddy with a big sword. Because Adrian Brody is evil. Yeah, and then Jackie Chan, hobbling, can barely stand up, comes forward, and he challenges Tiberius to a fight. And Tiberius says, you cannot fight me, this is a Roman matters. And ah, then but- one centurion... Screams! <laughs> yeah, screams. From like eight feet away. Yeah. No! <laughs> Lucius made him one of us! Yeah. yeah, because Lucius had made him an honorary centurion. Well, Publius gave oh, him that's the, right. Uh, yeah, gave him gave an him he dubbed him with his little gold knife. With his little gold knife. Yeah. And so they begin a fight, and again, it's a really good fight. It's a great fight. It kind of reminds me of the fight at the end of Gladiator, where, a like, little bit, where yeah. like Gladiator is weakened and he's fighting another skilled opponent. Right. Uh, but you know like, had he not been weakened, he'd have fucked that dude up. Right, yeah. right. And Brody is almost as big an asshole as Joaquin Phoenix was in Gladiator. Yeah, yeah. not as whiny. Not as whiny. Also didn't try to rape his sister. So that, we we know know. Of. that we know of. <laughs> that we know now, of. Now remember, we watched the U.S. cut of this movie that's missing 24 minutes yeah, from the fair, international that's fair, cut. That's fair. There's a lot of things that right. could have been in he there. He tries to rape his sister. He does an awful bit on Letterman that no one <laughs> forgives him for. <laughs> he kisses Halle Berry and it's awkward. And there's awkward. two more Jackie Chan music videos. <laughs> <laughs> one of them's for a cover of a Joan Jett song. Nice! <laughs> Uh, so the fight is going not in Jackie Chan's favor because he is so very weakened. And uh, I guess Adrian Brody decided a character trait would be, nah, this guy doesn't pick things up with his hands. Yeah. Anytime that there is a dislodged sword or something that he needs to pick up, he picks it up either with his foot or his sword. Yeah. Like yeah. he's playing a real complicated game of hacky sack. Well, he beats Jackie Chan a couple of times, but he keeps like toying with him and fucking with him yeah. and trying to talk shit right. about it. And like every time like Jackie Chan seems down and out, he somehow manages to uh, 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 summon the well, just the, enough Hulkamania. Yeah, because the crowd starts chanting. Yeah, right. And, and then, then he, he kind of swirls his hand and puts it to his ear, and he can really hear him. Then <laughs> he stands up and he rips off his shirt, and then they start fighting again. And in the distance, all you hear is "I am a real American, <laughs> fight for the rights of every man." Uh, and then yeah. he gets up, and then immediately just fucking smacked down again. Yeah, smacked so uh, again. Brody's got him down and out, uh, and he says, "You're wearing the headband of a dead man," which is uh, what was it, Lucius? Cusack. Cusack. Yeah, yeah. yeah Lucius's headband. And he says, "He's like that is a, a that's bad a bad omen." omen. Yeah. Uh, and this is like it for Jackie Chan, where he summons the very last essence of his rage and strength. 
Uh, Adrian Brody is about to chop his head off, but instead his swinging arm is met with none other than a fist from Jackie Chan that bends his elbow 45 degrees in the opposite direction. Well, it like hits that damn uh, arm plate thing yeah. he's got. And it just breaks Brody's just arm. Just shatters his arm, just oh. dangling there like a ragdoll puppet. Yeah. Then he gets up and he punches him in the neck with the chopped off, ripped up shard of his thing and just slices, and open, slices his neck. open his neck. Yeah. Brody... Uh, staggers back and like slowly realizes that he's gonna bleed out and like tries to grab for the shields of his fellow Romans. Well, he's reaching out for one of them to give him a sword so he yeah. can at least kill Jackie Chan before he dies, but nobody will. And because this away. is what a lifetime of deceit and treachery reaps. That's right. And you're finding out only too late. So he flashes back to his happiest memory of that time he, he was sitting on a chair. chair. Uh, that time he stood up out of his chair. <laughs> because it wasn't his happiest memory, John, it was his saddest memory. The day he left his chair behind. It was his rosebud moment. About that chair. Uh, And so the movie ends with him and, or not ends, but this conflict ends with him and Jackie Chan having a weird embrace. Isn't that weird like anime hug where you hear the sound effect of someone getting stabbed but you're not sure which character it is? Yeah, you see the surprised look on Jackie Chan's face thinking oh, he got stabbed and the calm look on Adrian Brody's face being like I did the stabbing but then they fall away and Adrian Brody been stabbed. He been stabbed. He dead. Dead. But not before mouthing the lyrics to that weird fascist song that all <laughs> the Romans weird fascist know. Roman well, song. He loved that song. And fascism. (laughs) (laughs) And then the movie all of a sudden is just like, hey, so the Chinese and Romans became real good friends. And the Chinese are like, build a city over here. And they're like, all right, we'll call it Regium. Regium. Which is uh, named after royalty. And Jackie Chan's character, who survives, is uh, uh, given the opportunity to build his own team of protectors. To protect the western part of China from foreign invaders. Uh, so they hoist the general's ceremonial armor onto a giant Roman pillar with big wings. Yeah, and the Roman boy, wings, yeah. Boy, is it a glory shot. Yeah. Yeah. That camera is making sweet, sweet love to this big national yeah. monument. I mean, it is like a big, giant, eagle-topped dick. Yeah. yeah. Pretty awesome, actually. Yeah, it's a symbol of virility yeah. to the Chinese people in this movie. Yeah. And the Roman people. And the Roman people. And then the credits happen. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. So, guys, that has been Dragon Blade, a surprisingly enjoyable movie. Oh, fucking great. And so we'll be right back with bullet points. Woo! Bullet points! And we are back with our very first bullet point, Body Count. Body Counts. John, what do you think the body count of this movie is? Let me uh, answer your question with a question. How many is a legion? (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a gross. Isn't that it? A dozen dozen? It's a baker's gross. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say at least 45. (laughs) (laughs) He's playing the under. I like it. Patrick, body count. 50. Great. I could not... Full disclosure, after the fact, could not find a body count for this movie online. Uh, I'm going to assume the answer is somewhere between one and thousands. (laughs) So, playing by Price is Right rules, 
You both lose. Because uh, <laughs> you went over one. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> We're both clearly under thousands, though. But goddamn, there's a lot of people dying yeah. in this movie. Well, especially once the gloves come off and you get the actual battle scenes. In the oh, end. for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that takes us to our next bullet point. Best kill. Best kill. Patrick. Your best kill. At one point, one of the Huns, like, slices a dude, a Roman open, turns him around, lays down and props his bow against the dead Roman's neck, pulls an arrow, fires it through the dude's neck into another guy's neck. It's beautiful. Uh, technicality, that counts as two. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's true. It's a combo, though. (laughs) I'm real bummed out. Because I miss that. Oh. Yeah, yeah. idiot over here was trying to find the body count on his dumb phone. Yeah. That's a double failure, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, well. Someone had to do the dirty work. Yeah. There's a lot of great... I refuse to do your dirty work. <laughs> no more. <laughs> I was a fool to do your dirty work. There's a ton of great archery in this movie. Hey, 19, shut up. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, this is why they call me Deacon Blues. (laughs) Hey, any world that you're welcome to, buddy. Any major dude will tell ya. Stop hitting me with your pretzel logic. Asia! (laughs) (laughs) Butt cow! (laughs) St. Louis Toodaloo! Okay, you've been... Buddy, 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 calm down. You've been reeling in the years. Oh, I've been throwing away the time! (laughs) Did you say buddy Zafa? (laughs) Bodhisattva, yeah. it's a Steely Dan song. No, 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 Buddy Zappa, the unknown Zappa sibling. <laughs> right after, he was the one that was born after Moon Unit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, John, best kill. Boy, I'm going to have to say it's got to be uh, Johnny Cusack. Oh, wow. Because uh, it's definitely the most genuine, heartfelt kill. Uh, because it's clear that Jackie Chan does not want to kill. It is not. It is not a kill of passion. It is a kill of... You know what? You've earned my respect. I'm not going to let you die like this. You're going to get an arrow to the throat, buddy, from me to you. I like that it's an arrow to the throat, too. To the the heart or the the head. It's just right in the goddamn neck. Yeah. And it's great because he fires the arrow from the crossbow, and you see it slow motion through the bars, through the fire, just about to hit his neck, and then it cuts away to a flashback. Of Rome. Of Rome. Yeah, so he And then cuts back, arrow through the throat. Yeah, arrow through the throat. Mark, best kill. Guys, I'm taking Eagle, Hot Duke, and into horse. Come on! (laughs) That horse does not die. Oh, it does when it falls down and breaks its leg because then someone's going to shoot it in the head. (laughs) This eagle is literally thrown by a man at a horse. (laughs) The eagle soars forth. Digs its talons right into the horse's face with such force that the horse is thrown upwards and then just falls down. Its neck probably snaps because the eagle's super powerful. <laughs> Fuck I, that horse. I like it. <laughs> Yay! Go Eagles! <laughs> Not Philadelphia, though. No, they fuck suck. them, yeah, too. No, they're terrible. They threw the, their fans threw batteries at Santa Claus. They're <laughs> a bunch of goddamn monsters. That's because they're from Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that takes us to our next bullet point. Best weapon! Best weapon! 
I forgot what it was going to be because there's no war. Really hard, hard to do war crimes in a place before Geneva Convention. So, best weapon it is. John, best weapon. There is a correct answer to this, and that is eagles. <laughs> the eagles are the dragons from Game of Thrones inserted into this epic Chinese fantasy. They are undefeatable and insanely overpowered. Yeah. <laughs> Like, if the eagles were part of Dota, there would be message boards asking them to be nerfed. (laughs) (laughs) If the eagles were in Smash Brothers Melee, there would be a rule of no eagles final destination. (laughs) If the eagles were in GoldenEye 64, they would be the odd job. Slappers only. John, I already talked to you. <laughs> Patrick. Is it possible that I, like, fucking, like, telepathically gave you my cold medicine? I think so. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Patrick, best weapon. I'm going to go with the titular dragon blade. The uh, little hook thing of leather we discussed that can be clamped onto your sword so that you can throw it and have it retract to you. That's yeah. fucking great. You never lose your sword that way. It's like that nice little uh, headband for your sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo-yo sunglasses, yo-yo sword. Same yeah, thing. Perfect. Guys, do we? Are we sure that the the lanyards for glasses aren't just an evolution of the dragon blade throughout the human history? Though, thinking of it as a lanyard blade does kind of take a little off it. Sorry. Yeah, that brings me down. Yeah, it sounds like something (laughs) you'd have to ask HR for a new lanyard blade. Yeah, it's broke. (laughs) I badged in too many times. Whoa, whoa, I gotta talk to requisitions about this. You're gonna have to hold your horses. Yeah, that's coming out of your paycheck, buddy. Ah, nuts. I brought this lanyard blade from home. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mark, best weapon. I am going to choose uh, fucking pots o' booze. (laughs) Because even though those pots of booze don't kill anybody, it's so impressive. Yeah. They're thrown in the air with such, such skill and grace by Jackie Chan to be shot. By sun and moon with arrows. Fuck it, you know what? Arrows. Arrows are the best way. Arrows. Arrows. Specifically, specifically moon's arrows. Moon. Because they're thick and meaty and they fuck dudes up left and right. <laughs> they are hard, veiny arrows throbbing forth into the gaping maws of people. And I mean that literally. She shoots so many people in or near the mouth. Yeah. It is insane. So many guys taking shots in the mouth <laughs> for a bow and arrow. It's awesome. Did I make it unreasonably sexual? You're goddamn right I did. Because what we need is sexual healing. <laughs> Let's get it on to the next bullet point. Oh, God, what is, is it? Is this an action movie? I think movie. it's is this an action movie. Is this an action movie? It is. <laughs> well, thanks, Mark. John, how do you feel? Yeah, this is definitely an action movie. Yeah. Patrick? Have totally. fun editing in your dumb little <laughs> sound cue to this one. The sound cue that I still have not heard. No. Because def- I have not listened to an episode yet. <laughs> definitely an action movie. Definitely an action movie. Definitely an action movie. Well, that takes us to final reviews. Patrick, final review of Dragon Blade. Ten screeching eagles out of ten screeching eagles. John, final review of Dragon Blade. Two piping hot bowls of cooking oil. Mark, final review of Dragon Blade. One John Cusack, one boombox, 
one Peter Gabriel song. In your eyes, the light, the heat, your eyes, I am complete, your eyes, see the doorways, your eyes, to a thousand churches, your eyes. That's good enough. Yeah, as far as we're going on that I guess I'll see you in court, Mr. Gabriel. Please wear one of your impractical costumes, if you please. No, come in the bubble, come in the bubble. Yeah, and if you don't mind, please bring your sledgehammer. Yeah. Also, a good explanation for why I can't listen to all of your albums on Spotify, you jerk. Yeah, why do you keep shocking that monkey? Jerk. <laughs> it's big time. Right. In this red rain. Man. So, as steam, I can't stop myself. <laughs> it's all right. In this podcast, there's no jackets required. <laughs> John, you have an invisible touch, buddy. <laughs> That is it for Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm your sick boy, John Rooney. <laughs> and we'll see you next time on this podcast. Woo! Body Counts and Beer is Patrick, Tapeheads Bromley, John, Conair Rooney, and Mark, Eight Men Out Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google, pretty much anywhere fine podcasts are purveyed. And remember, leave us a rating and a review because... It makes us feel good. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at BodyCountCast, or email us at BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com.